teaches that the, the ch church is local. The language you hear all the time will not be that the church is local, even around some independents. Uh, they will not specify it. But there's no such thing as a universal, invisible church. It's, it's a The church is local. You say, well, when, when will, what about all Christian? That's the family of God. When we get to heaven, we'll be in a one big assembly. Amen. Amen. But uh, when, when you begin to get into a, a Protestant way of thinking, a, a Reformed way of thinking concerning the local church, and, and you know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not a majority uh, the way I believe, the way we teach here, we're not a majority, even with other, other uh, preachers. Uh, when, I have, when I have a preacher come here that I know, uh, I, I talk to preachers before they get in the pulpit, even though I trust them. I tell them areas that I'm not expecting them to hit on. And I let them know, and I, re, re, I review it every time. And I don't do that for them, I do that for me. Because I don't feel like sitting them down and preaching and finishing the meeting. And so, uh, but if you, have, if you have that universal, men, universal church mentality, number one, there's no, there's no line of authority. Number two, there's no commitment. Now, how committed are we to our local church? How committed are we? You know, is it just a rest stop? Is it what? what how committed are we? And um, that's another message. But we've looked at that. We looked at the we we looked at the officers, and so today and last week we looked at the pastor, and um, as he's the shepherd, he feeds the flock, and so on. Uh, to, today, we're thinking about how should I address my pastor? How should I address my pastor? Um, let's read through these and let's, let's look through this, these, this, paragraph, this first paragraph. Many feel unsure as to what they should call their pastor in conversation. There's, there's no given title for pastor, but it is, it, it is, is not right to refer, refer to him as reverend or father now. Yeah. I, I got out at Arlington Cemetery and did a a graveside funeral, and the guy said, the Marine said, how you doing, Father? Uh, and on the way out, I, 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 I shared with him something. He kind of smiled. I said, I'm just, I'm pastor. I'm not a father. The father's there, up there. Amen. And uh, he said, sir, yes, sir. And, and so, but uh, um, Psalm 119, 9 um, um, says where uh, one nineteen? I'm sorry, one one eleven nine. Did somebody get that? One eleven nine. One eleven nine. Um, read that verse. He sent redemption unto his people. He hath commanded his covenant forever. Holy and reverend is his name. Amen. Okay, that's not talking about a preacher. Who's that talking about? The Lord. Jesus. Okay. Right. Matthew 23, 9 says, And call no man your father upon the earth, for one is your father which is in heaven. Okay. Yeah. So so uh, those are some things we should we should 
We should now, now a lot of guys, a lot of guys do that. A lot of people do that. And so, uh, on the other hand, just as we train children to call their parents teachers or others in authority, their first names out, uh, in, uh, or others in first name out of respect, uh, names out of respect for their position and authority, is also proper to show similar respect to, to, to the men God puts over the church. The, Amen. Bible, Amen. the Bible says we should not despise uh, dignity. Let's look at Jude. Um, what's it say Jude 8, 11 for? <laughs> what's wrong with the guy? Is it Jude 8 through 11? No. <laughs> so let's look at 2 Peter 2, 10. Well, it's what you're supposed to call it. You're supposed to call it by the verse. There's only one chapter. So you don't say Jude 1.8. That's like saying, you know, worse if, you know. 2 Peter 2.10. But chiefly them that walk after the flesh in the lust of uncleanliness and despise government, presumptuous, presumptuous are they self-ruling. They are not afraid to speak evil of dignities. Whereas angels, yeah, okay. Yeah, so, so um, God teaches to re- we 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 learn respect for. You know, when I was coming up as a a boy, I w- I had a Mister and Missus, mm. yes sir, no sir, yes ma'am, no Amen. ma'am, exactly. Right. And so there's respect. That's pretty much out the door, oh, yeah. right? It's Big gone. time. Big it's time. gone. It's gone. It's gone. And so. Hey, hey, uh, hey. Say, what do you, what do you, what do you call me? Mm-hmm. I don't care what you call me. I really, it does. you know, I've been called everything. I've been called everything, and it doesn't, <laughs> it doesn't matter if if somebody disrespects me. It doesn't matter to me. It does. It, I just keep on going. It, it's just like, it's just like I'm going on, and just mm-hmm. you know, I don't, I don't walk into a place. I don't walk into this church expecting everybody's to get all worked up because Pastor Creed's here. That that bothers me. That's Creed's here. That, that bothers me. <laughs> yeah. Stop doing it. Stop Well, well here, here's the thing. Here's the thing. The fact of the matter is, as pastor, as pastor, um, my position is different from everybody else's. I'm, I'm a member just like you, but... Really, it doesn't help me to have close friends, real close friends, as a pastor. Because the same close friend that I have, I'm going to mow down his row on Sunday morning. <laughs> I might have to jump, you know, I might have to jump his case. But, you know, it's, 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 a, it's a different, it's a different uh, position. Um, the, the, thing that, the thing that I would want, if I had a wish list, if you said, Preacher, what would you wish... You're not worried about what we call you. What what would now like down at Independent they would call me Pastor Pat Jr. because Mike is Pastor Creed. My dad is Dr. Creed. Amen. Patrick is idiot. Uh, but but <laughs> I, I would call Patrick really quick. No. <laughs> no. Um, but there's creeds everywhere. So um yeah. but um what I would wish um, that every everybody would understand, especially men, is 
there, there's a there's a there's a real pressure on pastor pastoring a church because and, and a lot of a lot of people say you know that pastor he's just into everything you know why pastors are into everything because we have to answer for everything amen amen I have to answer for the money I have to answer for the nursery I have to answer for I have to answer for everything so. Now my 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 way of my way of pastoring is 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 not I'm not a control guy. As a matter of fact, I'm working on some messages on characters in the Bible, and I'm taking characteristics that they have that may be some characteristics that we don't want to have, mm-hmm. and uh, characteristics in the Bible, but. You know, I, I'm not, I can't control you if I, I, you know, there's guys that try to control their members and their membership. Mm-hmm. Okay. I can't, I don't want to control you. I, n- number one, I, number two, I don't want you, I don't, I want you talking about the Lord more than you talk about me. Amen. That's right. good. Yeah. I don't, I don't, I, I want to, when, when God take, when, when I'm going from faith independent, you may remember this or that about me, but I want you to remember the Lord. I want it to be easier for the next man to come in and, and transition. Uh, you know, too many, too many, there's too many uh, groupies, past preacher groupies. True. Yeah. I've seen it. But there are too many preacher groupies. And uh, sometimes they follow the man instead of God. Right. You know, Paul Paul said in the Bible, and that was a heavy thing, he said, follow me as I follow the Lord. That's pretty, that's a pretty big statement. You, you know, follow me and you'll be okay. That's, that, that's pressure, huh? What's that? Follow you, you get lost. Yeah. You can't fake in the woods with him. Well, and, but I wish the pastor would, people, I wish guys, you guys, you could understand there's a great deal of pressure, and you, 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 a lot of people don't think this, but there's a great deal of pressure to, to put together a message. Because I've I've worked on messages and I've thrown them out because I put it together and God didn't. Mm. Wow! And I was so much under conviction. I said, you know, that's. I mean, I put some stuff into it. I mean, I, it it was it was it was looking good. It was shiny and ready to go, but it wasn't God. Wow, and so uh, there's a lot of pressure. Um, you know, when you're not here at church, I wonder where you are. I don't think bad of you. Uh, when when I watch the decisions you make and watch the directions you're going, sometimes I'm encouraged. Sometimes I'm disappointed, and I have to handle all that, and I have to react in the right way. Mm-hmm. Amen. Do you understand what? I, I can't be like a, a chicken walking around the yard pecking all the time, you know, like that. I, that's, that's not the way I am. And so I have to lead you. And I have to ask God to give me leadership that, that, and, and to lead you in the direction. My preaching, I'm not going to get into preaching. I'm not going to preach surface things. I'm going to preach the Bible. I'm going to preach the Bible and preach the word of God so you can so I can feed you. I want to give you a steak. I want to give you prime rib. I don't Amen. want to give I don't want to give you marshmallows. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I like my steak well done. Amen. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. 
Paul said that about two or three times in the Bible, the accurate number about uh, following me as an example. Right. Is that, uh, I mean, I know the whole book's inspired, but that's, uh, it just seems a little, or he'll say something like, uh, I wish all men could be like me, single. That's not what he was doing. He was following the Lord. Now you can you can take those statements and you can say, okay, let's let's see how he followed the Lord, and you can go through the epistles and watch what Paul did, and, and you can see exactly how it was. He was filled with the Spirit of God. I'm telling you, Paul was for real. Amen. Yeah, but it also says that, uh, and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to. Uh, uh, I don't know what you're trying to say. I'm just trying to figure it out what the truth. I mean, what? I, I know the Bible is all inspired, but um, but you know he did have some problems because he says you know uh, things I want to do. I, I sure, he said, "Follow me as I follow the Lord." He didn't say, "Follow me." Right. Period. Mm-hmm. Paul wasn't saying blind loyalty. So, anyhow, the other thing is this: the the next paragraph, your past. Um, give your pastors confidence, love, encouragement, pray for them regularly, be his co-worker, go to him with your difficulties and struggles, call him in need. You know, I don't have a lot of people come to me for counsel. Um, maybe I preach so straight at the pulpit, it irons things out for you. I don't know. But, uh, and I don't, I'm not soliciting counsel. I mean, if you need to sit down, that's, it's always... Uh, never, never make him your idol. Amen. You see that part? But neither harshly criticize him, be part of the scheming against him or his leadership. Right. Uh, pastors aren't perfect. If you have a if you have a problem with a pastor, you go to him. Right. Now I have been I have been uh, labeled as unapproachable. Yes, God. And and what they're saying, what 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 they're saying when they say I'm unapproachable, is they're saying I will not agree with them. Right. Okay. That's 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 exactly what they say, because let me tell you something. I'm a listener, and I may not respond exactly when a person asks me a question or anything. But if a person, if a person's, if 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 Glade comes up to me and says, Pastor Creed, I I just want to run this by in. And 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 I want to, I want to, I want to get your thoughts on it. Now, the first thing I would say, Glade, have you prayed about it? The second thing I would say would would it, would, would, would would what you're going to do take you outside the boundaries or the guidelines of the Word of God? Number three, I would say, what do you think you're going to do? So by the time we get through those, we might be done. But I'm not Glade, so I don't know what I would do. Because, you know, when you talk to somebody, there's always that back room or that little cubbyhole you have of some things you do not share with anybody. Right? Mm-hmm. Our secret place, our, our tender place, our place that we don't want nobody. So, so somebody talks to me and wants some counsel. Now, I, I do tell people straight. I had a guy years ago that came by and says, Says my wife wants to leave me. I said, "Why?" He said, "Because I, I was unfaithful." Mm. I said, "Well, I don't blame her." <laughs> and he said, "What do you mean?" I said, "I do not blame her." 
She ought to leave you. He said, well, she wants to make a go of it. So can you talk to us? So he gets in the office and says, you know, he's in the office like I'm going to, you know, get all over her. And I told her, I said, I, I said I'm just going to tell you something. There's no reason if I was you why I'd stay with him. Wow. And he sat back. He said, <laughs> he said, he said you're killing me. Man, that was a Mike Tyson cross right. He, he said, you're killing me. And so I, said, so, I said, so I said to her, I said, do you love him? And she said, with all my heart. Wow, amen. I said, is your heart broken? She said, yes. She said, and she's got tears. I said, mm. I, said, he, I said, he wants, he, 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 I think he genuinely wants to stay with you. I said, it's not, not, he's not trying to avoid divorce and you taking all his money. I said, I think he, I think he wants to make a go of it. And she says, I do too. I said, so what, what, what would he have to do? And she said, I don't know. What do you think we ought to do, Pastor? And so I said to him, okay, here's what you're going to do. And he was a John Deere salesman. And I said, every hour you have to call her. Every hour? I said, yeah. I said, if you're in a meeting, you step out and call her and say, hey baby, just want to check out. So I want you to do that for Two months. Oh man, oh man. And I had all this stuff. And I said, I said, you call me if he doesn't do it, and we'll talk. Did he do it? He came to me that Christmas. He sold these big John Deere things. Came that Christmas. We didn't have a we didn't have a dime for Christmas. He came with the he came he came said, Preacher, I just want to be a blessing to you. You 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 helped put my family back. I said, God put it back together. Amen. He had eight eight crisp one hundred dollar bills in the envelope. Wow. wow. You know, so I don't do it for the money, but it sure does help. Amen. But, 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 <laughs> but when I come, when I talk to people, I don't, I don't play around with, I don't take sides when I do marital counseling. I don't try to, I, I go back, I go back to say, are you saved? Are you sure you're saved? Mm-hmm. Are you right with God? And you know, that's the path and everything. So, so, um, but, but as a pastor, as a pastor, you know, I, I, I'm, I'm comfortable in my skin. I could say to you, and it may, it may look at, at people, people may say, you know, he really doesn't care what I think. And really, I don't care what people think. I care what God thinks. That's what I care. Now, I don't want to go around and offend people and be mistreat people, but I'm not a caterer. I'm not coming in to cater to one person. <clears throat> I mean, I mean, I'm not, I, and I know people, in, I, even in our church, people, some people believe different and, and everything. Brother Keyes was riding with me to a meeting one time, and he says, I don't believe that way. I said, well, I appreciate you sharing that with me. He said, why? I said, because I know how I can teach you to get you right. <laughs> you know, and he laughed at that. That was our big thing. We, worked, we talked to each other that way. But, but it's, 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 you know, it's, 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 I'm not always right. That's why I ask people. And I don't always go to some church and say, well, they're doing this, we should do that. I'm, I'm, that's not the way I am. We're Faith Independent Baptist Church, 7700 uh, Northern, Northern Avenue. <laughs> and and, 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 and God's, God's put us together and the people in our church for a reason. You're here for a reason. <laughs> and so... so uh, First Thessalonians five and 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 
verse 12 and, and, and 13. Somebody read that. And we beseech you, brethren, to know them which labor among you and are over you in the Lord and admonish you and to esteem them very highly in love for their work's sake and be at peace uh, do you do you know do you know? Believe it or not, this may this may throw you for a loop, but but I, once in a while I need encouragement. Amen. You know, everybody says David encouraged himself in the Lord. Yeah, that that gets old. <laughs> I'll just be honest. And so when people, you know, when 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 you know, pastors need encouragement. Now, I, I have pastor friends I talk to. I was talking to a preacher friend of mine down in South Carolina, and I said, what are you, what are you preaching? He said, well, I preach, preach, just finished a series on divine illumination. illumination. I said, divine illumination. I said, really? And so he took me through it. He was talking about, he, used, he went and did a word study on the word light, discussed a series of messages he preached for Christmas on the light. And just, just, just encourage it. And and I talk to, I have some preacher friends. I don't have a lot of preacher friends, and I don't know a lot. My brother knows a lot. My dad knows a lot. You probably, you guys probably know more than me. I, I, I don't, I don't have a lot of preacher friends because some preacher friends are idiots, <laughs> and some preacher friends don't, don't aren't aren't concerned about you. They're concerned about them. Yeah. They're concerned about their agenda. They're concerned about. How many this? How many that? And, and, you know, I just want somebody to talk to. Amen. I want to preach a preacher friend that I can say, you know, I'm dry. I need some encouragement. I need, give me some thoughts. Don't tell me any message, but give me some thoughts concerning uh, making uh, work, you know, subjects on sermons and things like that. And I'll write them down. I'll let them marinate. Books. We talk about books. I, I, I bought this set of books from a guy named Fruchtenbaum. He's a, he's a Jewish theologian, and he's written books with a Jewish slant on them. So I've got a, a four-volume set. I mean, they're not cheap. I've spent some money. A, a four-volume set on the life of Christ. Unbelievable reference material. I just got a book called, called Israelology. It's about that thick. If I drop it on my foot, I'll have to go to the hospital. But it, 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 it fills in the the... the we have theology books and systematic theology books that's been that we use to study. Well, it fills in the cracks for the Jewish understanding. Wow. And then I just got a book, one of his one of his commentaries on Isaiah. I wish I'd have had it before Christmas, but it's just it's it's thick. And my pastor friend said, my pastor friend said that he told me he said that's a seminary course in a book. Wow. So so you know I have pastor friends that I say, hey, what are you reading? What are you doing? I had a pastor friend one day, the other day. He was supposed to be, we were supposed to talk. He said, I'm sorry, Pastor Reed, I had a mercy. I said, so what happened? He said, well, he said, he said, people are dumb. He said, I had a couple that were upset. I said, what's the problem? He said, she wants to charge everything on the charge for for Christmas. They don't have any money. I said, you get them straight? He said, yeah, for 24 hours. <laughs> but, 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 you know, I, you know, and I got some preacher friends that are out there and they're in the, they're in the foxhole too. And so that's where I, that's that's where I get my encouragement. But it, it's always always and and met all you guys have been encouragement to me. You encourage me. 
and and I don't ever tell you this and make a big deal about it, but it is golden to me. Amen. It 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 is it is it is like a shot of hallelujah for me when somebody encouraged me in the right way. You know it's, you know what I'm saying, and um, so not like we used to do to girls in high school. We'd say, "Hey, dreamboat," and she'd look and we'd say, "Not you, shipwreck." But anyhow, um, <laughs> we were mean. So, love and appreciate your the, your wife's uh, your, your pastor's wife. She holds no office, but she's there for the pastor. My wife, my wife is 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 my best friend. Amen. I have had some people disrespect her. Oh, no. They didn't go in the parking lot with me, but I told them, let's step out in the parking lot. Amen. That's good. And they said, what are you going to do? I said, I'm going to kick your rear end. I'm right. right with you, brother. So I don't, my wife is my wife. Right. And anybody dishonors her uh, is going to have to deal with me now. I, I may have to go to the hospital after I do it or not, but it, it, it just, that gets my dander up real, Amen. real quick. Good, yeah. Okay. So, and and you can look First Timothy up. Let's get to this. Let's get to this. How does the church make decisions? How does the church make decisions? Now, you know, I I, I really, I really, uh, I, 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 and and here's 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 where I am. It's not where we're always going to be, but some members of churches only show up for business meetings. <laughs> right, Arnold? Is it for money? Yeah. So, 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 um, how do how do we make decisions? Now. I think I think some churches say, "Well, you get with the deacons and you get with the." The Bible will never teach that. No such thing as deacon board. Right. As a matter of fact, at my son's church, there's some decisions that he wanted to make. Now the the guys are gone that used to think that way. They left, but but he, he they would table things and it wouldn't get to the congregation because the deacons didn't think it should go. So where, where's that? Where's that come from? They're probably doing something wrong. What's that? Yeah, they're doing something wrong. They're trying to hide it. Well, it, it, now I, I I I run stuff by different guys. Like I'll ask Arnold. I said, "What do you think about this?" Right. And I said, "I want you," or I'll ask him to think about something. Okay, I'll ask him to think about something, and then I'll talk to him two or three weeks later. Say, "Well, what do you think?" And he probably forgot, as old as he is. But, but no, we, what, what I do is I run things by people that may be in the know about something. But the way I do it here is, is I'll start sharing something from the pulpit. And I'll say, God's, I'm praying about this. I'm praying about this. And I'll say it about five or six times. And you know what, some, you know what people say? Well, let's do it. You know? Now that's not Robert's rules of order, but but you know every, if they know I'm praying about it and they you, you understand what I'm saying, so yeah, go ahead. If you're not sure about something you, and you dishonor the Lord just by praying about it and then acting on it, uh, even though you might 
maybe the results come out wrong, but you try to honor God with the decision you're praying about. Uh, but you weren't sure how that worked. Well, if if I'm not if I'm not sure about it, if I'm not sure about it, I don't do do anything. Amen. I'm not if I'm not sure about it, I don't say anything. I don't say anything from the pulpit. I mean, just to make it easy, let's say there's two insurance companies and, and one's a little cheaper, but one might be a little bit better, not sure which way to go. But you're praying about it and ask the Lord's help and uh, is there anything wrong with that? Yeah, I you know, like insurance companies, things like that. We just I mean, you know, just regular stuff. We vet we vet those. I, I to tell you the truth, something like that, I bet that like insurance company. I'll talk to preachers, and you talk to five or six preachers, you get five or six different opinions. But the guys I talk to, you know, I usually get a get a a good idea of what's going on as far as things like that. But before I say anything, I've prayed about it, and I've checked it, I've vetted it. Because if I if you say something from the pulpit. People say, "Oh yeah, Pastor said it. Let's go." Well, that's that's not that's not. Oh well, in life, in life, in life, when in doubt, don't. That's the whole thing. When in doubt, don't. And well, don't don't don't. The grass is always greener over top of the cesspool. Or you get over there and find out it's astroturf. It's not for real. Well, let me ask you. Can I ask you a question? Can I? You ever prayed about something and it didn't turn out the way you wanted it? Yes. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've prayed. I've prayed about things. I've prayed about things. Dear Lord, I'm going to do this. <laughs> I mean, a lot. Yeah. You made the decision before you prayed. Yeah, you. We've all done that. Go ahead. Uh, I was, well, when it comes to something real. Where I want the Lord answer, and I know, and I know, and I do not want to be out of the Lord's will. I prayed that time, and I prayed about an issue for about a year, year and a half, and I was remember visiting Faith Independent, and my answer, and Darren and I looked at each other in amazement. My answer from the Lord came from about a creed, and the question I was asking the Lord, and I want to be sure, should I change church? Change what? Change church. Being the church that I was attending, because I saw things that I biblically did not agree with, and then Pastor Creed mentioned the very same things on the pulpit. And I said, "Thank you, Lord." Well, a lot of churches that we we do church security for other churches that remember me. They have arts. A lot of churches don't have nurseries anymore because of liability issues, sexual issues. Yeah. All this. There's a lot of changes going on in church. It's, it's a, a church like this yeah. is, is rare. It is, yeah. it is rare. Well, it's, in this area, it's rare. Well, the 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 you know, there's a lot of crazy things that go on, liabilities and everything. And these are some these are some somewhat big churches. You know, they they abolish their whole nursery. It's like well, they have a lot a bigger church. A predator can know, hide right. real close. Well, we right. <laughs> we believe in the doctrine of castration. <laughs> but you're right. You're right. There's a lot of and, churches. And money, that there's a issues. but they're coming after churches. Right. Yes, and money issues like auditing. And yeah, it's just. Hey, should men be in the nursery helping out? What's that? Should men be in the nursery helping out? 
Um, as far as I'm concerned, as far as I'm concerned, you gotta be careful. No, no, no. Yes, thank God, I do it. I do it. But but you can't have stupid women either. Yeah. I mean, you really can't have women. You can't. You gotta have women. Our women here are very sensitive. Praise God. We have we have special ladies in this church. Correct. Amen. We really do. But I've I've been in some churches where there's some dummies that that will get you in trouble. And I mean I mean right. you just you know you got to handle stuff. You, know, people... you got to handle stuff. Somebody bites some kid bites another kid. Or you of... know I mean you got to handle those kind of and things. Pastor, a lot, a lot of they, they they won't even allow their kids to go into a Sunday school nurse anything you because it, it, it's well, There's here, no accountability there. Well, it's too much going to happen. Well, we're, as we grow, we're going to be we're going to be doing some things. People work with kids. We're going to do some background checks and right. stuff because, you know. But I have my intent. I don't know if about you. Got to understand. I'm multitask when I come here, and when I come into church, I look for people and see how I look for their body language. See maybe they're right. down or something. That, but. But when we have visitors and people come in and things like that, my antennas are up. Of course. And one antenna's up is for predators. Of course. Sex predators. Right. And I know, I know, I, I, you know, we had one guy that was coming here, and every time we'd handle the offering back in that room back there, that guy would stop and look. Uh-huh. Oh. And, just people and I wasn't packing time. at that time, but I wanted to be able to have a gun to look at him and go... <laughs> really do, but but see, my, you, you, that we're talking about the pastor, and you're talking about all the things that we have to right. that are on our shoulders. We got to watch that, you know. And there's there's a lot of pressure with that. Our wives are there for us to lift us up. So how do we make the decisions? Acts chapter six, Acts chapter six. Let's work through this quick. Acts chapter six, verse one through five. Those days when the number of disciples was multiplied. What's that mean? That means a lot of people are getting saved, Amen. baptized, and learning. There rose a murmuring of the Grecians against the Jews. Now, against the Hebrews. Now, so you got all kinds of people. And, and what was happening was there were some widows that needed some help. Mm-hmm. And somebody needed to help them. You know, you know we, we're, if, you're, if you're a Christian and, and there, you see a need, if you know the Lord, have a connection to God, the Holy Spirit... You see a need, you don't you you don't say be warmed and filled. You want to help. Mm-hmm. Well, widows indeed. We're talking about widows indeed. They have nobody. Right. Okay. Uh, Sharita would be a widow indeed. Now she doesn't she doesn't want your help except for some things. That 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 lady is she she's pretty self sufficient. Yeah. With a heavy foot, she ought to be a NASCAR missionary. But yeah. They, uh, they, they, um, that the widows were being neglected and they needed help. And, and it wasn't necessarily spiritual help. Might, might have to need to get them some groceries. Might, might have to walk the dog or fix this or fix that. So that's how deacons came. And now, now, and so they were, they were there. The, the guys, the guys said, Hey, listen, we gotta, we gotta study the Bible. We gotta be able to preach. It says, then the twelve called the multitude of the disciples unto them and said, it is not reason that we should uh, leave the word of God and serve tables. Mm-hmm. Now, were they being lazy? Mm-hmm. No. No. If you're going to feed the flock, mm-hmm. you got to feed, that's a big table to feed also, amen? Mm-hmm. 
some, and wherefore look ye out among you seven men of honest report, full of the Holy Ghost and wisdom. Now that's a tall order. Okay? I mean, how did they know that they were full of the Holy Ghost? A lot of people are full of some things, but not the Holy Ghost. <laughs> but we will give ourselves continually to what? Prayer. Prayer and the ministry of the Word. Okay? And it pleased who? Okay, so, so here, here's what you've got to understand is when you make a decision, you make it as a church. You make it as a church. Now, I've said this before, and, and, and I, think it's, I think it's fair. If you're talking about financial situ- finances, and, and you should say if you're a tithing member, then you have the right to ask questions. If you don't, you know, not, I'm not saying because you don't have the money to tithe or whatever, but tithing members are the ones, they're the, they're the uh, stakeholders. They're the ones that invest in the church. So those are the people. So they come to all the people. It pleased everybody and it says, okay, give us, give us men. Seven men, full of the Holy Ghost. Now, and, and I'm sure there were a lot more than that, but, and the saying pleased the whole multitude and they chose Stephen, man full of faith and, and, uh, and Philip and Prochorus and Nicanor and, and Timon and Parmetheus and Nicholas, the proselyte of Antioch whom they set before the apostles, and when they had prayed, they laid hands on them. That doesn't mean they wrestled. It means they prayed, and, and, and it, was a, it, was a, it, was, it was an ordination-type ceremony. Okay? So there you go. And, and, and uh, so here, the whole church, the, the disciples, the disciples, and, and here's, how, here's, here's the way you... Here's the way... If you, if you have deacons or whatever, make a decision like that, here's the way you do it. When you have deacons, you come before the deacons. A lot of people nominate deacons. They'll nominate. And they, one guy may nominate him because he's, he's drinking, buddy. Man, that's terrible. Well, you, you, I'm telling the truth. I mean, we laugh at that, but that's the way it goes. Are you, he's my golfing partner or whatever. So what you do is, 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 is there's requirements. You know, just the same as a preacher in some area, husband and one wife, and so forth. And it's a very, very private thing. Some guys may not be fit to be a deacon. And, and that's why the pastor is the pastor, because he may know something, and he doesn't want to share if there's something that makes him unfit, because he, the guy's working on it. Right? So you don't, you don't throw the guy's dirty laundry out. You right. discern him. Right. And you say, okay, we've had these nominees. We've looked through the nominees, and here's the guys we want to put before you. And then the church votes on them. Okay? Everybody, everybody, we, we make decisions together. Now, I'm going to tell you something. These, these cavemen type guys that are husbands that, that, that think they can make decisions on their own in their family and leave the wife out. They're going to be by, by themselves. They're going to be bachelor one day. Let me, your wife didn't, God didn't give you your wife for you to, to, to strong arm and everything. She has, matter of fact, she has some discernment that you don't. The sooner you learn that, the smarter you'll be. Amen? Can I get a witness? Okay, so the multitude of disciples of the church is at first blank. Acts chapter 1 and verse 15. The multitude of the disciples, the church. That's, that's everybody, okay? 
Then Acts chapter 1 and verse 15 through 26, what preceded the vote of the whole church in electing uh, a successor to Judas? The word in there is prayer. They prayed. Prayer. They, they prayed in Acts chapter 1. And, and, and verse 15 through 26, he stood up and they, the, 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 Judas was gone, so they prayed. Multitude of disciples. Okay. Matthew, Matthew 18, 17, the, what is the highest decision-making body in spiritual matters? The church. Church. In the New Testament, it's called the pillar and ground of the truth. According to Matthew 18, 18, the decisions of the church congregation are ratified where? In heaven. By Christ himself. Because, because whose church is it? It's Christ's church. It's, uh, and so, so the, the, the decision-making process, let me, let me tell you something. There have been people that, that have church splits over where the piano, what side the piano should go on and what side the organ should go on and what color carpet it should be and all that kind of thing, and that's stupid. And and, and you know it's 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 amazing. I'm I'm a, I'm a little I'm kind of under the radar, and so I'll ask people, "What do you think of this? What what would you think?" You know, I just ask two or three, four people. I ask people their colors. If I'm getting ready to cha- if we're getting ready to change something, we talk about it. Camouflage. Yeah, camouflage. Camouflage. I won't ask you. <laughs> <laughs> Up. He painted he, he painted that door on the house green on purpose just to be aggravated. <laughs> you need you need when I say pray for Wendy, I mean I'm serious. Pray for that boy. But listen, 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 guys, listen, guys. If you get a burn in your saddle as a man, you come into church, you know, just say, Pastor, let's go outside. You need to slap me. But but don't get beside yourself in church matters. Don't be a schism. Don't cause division. Amen. Because number one, God will judge you. He will right. judge his family, your family. That's right. That's right, man. I have a question that, that I've been thinking about for a while. How do you... So, so when a church becomes large, how as a pastor do you set the tone of not causing church to be a big competition? Well, the, the tone is... The tone is... The people, the leadership needs to continue to be humble. Okay. The 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 the, the, the setting always needs to be very simple. I, I'm not a high church guy. Now I can go into a place and listen to a pipe organ and just and handles Messiah and a mighty fortress is our God all day long. I like those I like those songs, but but when we you know I I, I don't want to ever have where we have choir robes here. Or, or I don't want to ever get to place where I don't want to ever get to place where. Yeah, that's another issue. The color of the choir robes. Yeah. Okay. Pink. So so, pink and blue, blue for guys, pink for ladies. Um, so so, you know, I don't see, and I know there were a lot of people in the church of Jerusalem, but it doesn't talk about a balcony or it doesn't talk about church buses or anything. It doesn't talk about any of that stuff. Right. Uh, I mean. They met. I don't know how they met. It's going to be interesting to understand that someday, you know, and how that how that came about. But I, I believe this with all my heart. I believe God wants.
churches. I believe he wants 100 churches, independent Baptist churches in Prince George's County, 100 to 150. I really do. I think, and I think the small churches of America are holding the line, not the big ones. It's true, brother. Yeah. Not the big ones, because the big ones turn into monuments. Yep. And and kingdoms and money and and you know you have you have you know you have here you know people say well how many staff members do you have I said I don't know I can't count them <laughs> well what's their names they're called volunteers and we have people around here that because they love the Lord right. things are taken care of mm-hmm. and 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 you know I. Mm-hmm. And I give the example. We had vacation Bible school up here, uh, out here, and we had we had horses here, and and I came in, and somebody had a drink for me and a drink for my wife, and they said, "We want you to sit on the porch." So I sat on the porch and watched everything. <laughs> they didn't want me to. We got it, Pastor. We got it. And so so uh, and, and 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 the two evangelists were, that were here, they couldn't believe it. They said they won't let us sweep, and they won't. That, well, I said that's not your job. Your job here is to be a blessing. Mm-hmm. And so, you know that kind of that kind of, you know, when you when you get get your nose out of joint and think you want to go somewhere else, you just remember you're not going to go to another place like this. It's true, bro. You're just not. You're just not. It's sad though. You're just not. So, um, <clears throat> but we make decisions together and biblically. Um, Many a church out there for sale. Yeah, there are. There are a lot, lot, lot of Methodist churches. I wish I had a lot of money. I'd buy the Methodist churches to start in. But, but, but here's the here's the here's the thing. When a decision is made, we we need to get ready to go. But the decision is made. When a decision is made, you see, I I can't just say, okay, I need to check the Bible, but I need to make sure. I need to make sure that 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 I, I I. The, the laws out there, the land, I'm following those. Brother, Brother Tyson, Brother Tyson is working through some things over at Woodlawn because they started a, a school and it wasn't registered. Right. They told him to close it down. Now I told him, you know, I told him what David Gibbs told him not to close it down. Just call the people and say, okay, what do we need to do to get it right? Amen. But you know, if a fire marshal comes in and approves this church as a church, it's one thing. But for him to prove it as a school. Right. <laughs> That's a horse of a different color. So, so I have to, uh, and it's a. And by the way, it's a good testimony to follow the the regulations too. That that you can follow. Now, if they try to put some regulations on, like we have to have some. But you got to marry certain people. Yeah, if they. Yeah, I'll be in jail. I'm a jail minister. 